Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Friday, September 22nd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we've got a nice, easy episode today for the first day of fall. How how warming. Uh, so you may have seen, but this is kind of a PSA to start here, uh, some Shazam audition tapes are kind of circulating out there along there. I don't think we'll talk about it just because it's not really a, it's not, it's kind of a leak, but it's not really. Uh, what happened was a lot of talent agencies have posted their clients video. Uh, there's a handful of client videos, which are like auditions for Billy Batson and Shazam. They're out there. Uh, we're not going to talk about it because it's not like really an official thing, but I, if you want to see them, you probably could. But the, the point here is a lot of people are using that to say, oh, this means this character's in it or here's some dialogue from it. And not necessarily. That could easily be made up dialogue or taken from somewhere else just to temp for temporary reasons for the audition, just so people have something to say because you never know when uh, an actor's going to release it online. Right. But- exactly. Exactly. Because of the exactly what is going on right now where they put their <laughs> auditions online. They're probably not going to use actual dialogue and real big plot points from the movie in the audition. Right. And it might be. It's not a big deal, but uh, I guess pass along here that there is auditions that are ongoing still. So uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we might get some actual casting on this. And it's it's just a good time to stay frosty out there because um, like Justice League screenings happen. Test screenings might have happened. Uh, so there might be spoilers out there. So we just got to get in anti-spoiler lockdown mode even if 90 percent of what's out there is fake uh some of it might be true right exactly moving on to some professor marston and the wonder woman news uh well not really news they just released a new clip that you can check out on youtube um it mentions the golden lasso and the origins of the amazons he's kind of like being he's kind of like in front of a panel and they're questioning him why did you do this why did you do this and kind of explaining that he wants this to be a role model for girls and that one day they can become president. And it's the 1950s, so everybody laughs at him, basically. <laughs> or 40s, uh, yeah. 40s, I should say. Uh, yeah, this would be 41 Wonder Woman was created. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's um, yeah, that's basically what it is. I think they're purposely taking out clips that will interest people like us and people who like the Wonder Woman movie and yeah <laughs> to, to like target them which is smart marketing for them but then 95 percent of the movie is going to be just a, a regular drama and then they're so the, the marketing is working because it's making me more inter- more interested <laughs> in the movie but uh yeah, that's probably all we'll talk about it for now until it's out yep uh another quick thing here the cw has released like five what they call super season commercials trailers whatever you want to call them on youtube to promote the start of the upcoming season so there's not any like new footage from the shows or anything but if you want to see some goofy uh stuff related to the dccw you can check it out there's five of them and what's i really like it because there's one actor in all of them and he gets this role and i just want to know what a day in the like what a day in the life of this guy is is bob from account accounts receivable he almost gets shot by a green arrow he supergirl burns his stake I mean, the flash runs by. He sees the wave rider. This guy's got an amazing life. I want to know where he lives. Yeah. Uh, my, I think the arrow one's actually my favorite out of all of these. Because he almost gets shot in the head? Well, no. It just it was the coolest <laughs> one. Oh, okay. <laughs> coolest visual shot. Yeah. Yeah. So, a goofy thing, but something to check out if you're bored and only then. Yep. Uh, moving on to some comic news. Jeff Johns 
sat down and did a little bit of a preview for the doomsday clock it's about like a three minute clip on youtube that you can check out but it's really really interesting and i was already pretty hyped for this and this just kind of i don't know i don't know how much more hyped i can get but if i think this kind of raised the bar of the amount of hypeness that can actually happen for a comic book yeah it explained him and, and artist gary frank's approach to this doomsday clock how it came about I think it's definitely worth checking out if you're into that, interested in that. And I'm, I, I think it's the. We'll talk a little bit about his approach here, but I think it's the perfect approach you would have if you're going to do a Watchmen story. I think this is how you would do it. Yeah, and so he kind of talked about how they didn't, they didn't want to just do like the normal kind of simple mashup that you do. That you know is like fun, where it's just two groups of characters that haven't been together ever or often, and you just kind of see oh that's fun to see them together and they're going to go on some wacky adventure but he said they didn't really want to do that with the watchman and justice league wants to be yeah. a little more subtle about it basically yeah and not just have batman and rorschach punching each other for right. the sake of having them punch each other even though i think that would be really cool to see but <laughs> uh kind of take away the point of watchman yeah and and then he said we're what we're trying to do is take the philosophy and the tones and the thematics of watchman and some of the subjects uh, it dealt with Watchmen has a very specific thematic viewpoint, and the DC Universe has several, but ultimately one. And we talked a lot about what that would look like in 2016. So they came up with this idea in 2016. I think he also said that like right around November of last year was when he came up with the story kind of came to him, and he approached Gary, and they both thought it was a good idea. And now it's coming out one year later in November of this year. Yeah, he said everything with the election and then other things that happened afterwards. And then he reread Watchmen and that's when the idea came. And um, yeah, so normally, you know, I know some people are mixed on whether they want politics and stuff in their entertainment. I think one exception to that would obviously be Watchmen. If you're going to do a yeah another Watchmen story, you have to have it politically evolved somehow. And so I like that he's taking the approach. What does it look like? What's the political climate today? And oh, what kind of story can we tell about that similar s- similar to how Watchmen was done? Yep. He went on to say, we want to do our own thing, but at the same time play into the structural tenets that the book created and some of the dynamics and some of the tones it created. And that their one goal, the one takeaway from this is that it should be thought-provoking, which that sounds great to me. That that should be the goal of any you right. know, real Watchmen story is to have it be thought provoking. That's what the original work was. And so it, if it was a simple mashup, it might be fun and it might be enjoyable, but it would be forgettable and not really respectful to what that comic is to so many people. So I'm I, again, I'm just excited for this to start and we've got 12 issues starting in November. We're two months away now. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. And I also just want to mention that Jeff Johns is awesome. <laughs> putting that out there so he sounds like you got a man crush on him right he's like wearing a shirt it like looks like a baseball shirt but instead of like a team name it just says introvert <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's pretty good and, and a nice tiger's hat so yep um on to other sort of comics news dc entertainment is going to be honored with the visionary award at the 2017 glsen respect awards that stand that GLSEN stands for Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. Oh, that's a mouthful. Um, so, so it's going to be some of the things it's going to be nominated for. Well, it's winning that award, and some of those reasons are Batwoman, who was the first lesbian superhero to be a comic book lead, and also Alicia Yao, who was the first trans comic book character. Both came from DC, and also you know tons of other 
LGBTQ characters in the various comics and the TV shows and for the, the Love is Love comic that they did after the Orlando shooting happened. Yeah, this is, it's awesome that they're being um, honored for this. And I, I think they have, I think maybe some other forms of entertainment, a lot of times they just kind of will shove in different people, different um, just because like, like there's no reason to, you know what I mean? Like you're just like because they people want, insert diversity just to say they inserted diversity. Right, exactly. And not actually give them a real role or treat them like a real character. And I, I think DC has done a good job of handling that in the right way. I absolutely agree with you there because I, obviously I know all this stuff, all these characters, you know, the Supergirl storylines, things like that. But I, I didn't even really think of it from that perspective, which right. means they're probably doing it right. They're just inserting it naturally, uh, kind of how they should. So um, it makes sense that they're getting honored. Yep. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.